Hi, this is Tony. And I'm Joe, and you're listening to Talking with Fred. Yes. Tony, what do you want to talk about today? We're going to talk about the end times, Joe. We're going to talk about the end times. Yeah, I want to provoke that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. So disclaimer to everybody, I'm not a big end of, the, end of times kind of guy. Yeah. The apocalypse. Yeah, the apocalypse. Is not really my interest. Yeah. Because the apocalypse, is, is, as it many times is presented, is this end of the world type of thing, yeah. right? The end of humanity, as we right. know it. Well, you know, first of all, God created this world. Yeah. And we as humans cannot in any way, shape, or form fathom what God's total plan for his creation is, and it's yeah. his creation. So it's in, it's in his domain, it's not in my domain. That's the way I feel about when I've read Matthew 24. Mm-hmm. And um, I know John talks about things, and we've discussed this before, that he's not talking about the end of times himself. That's a whole other story. We'll jump on that. But it's just, it's just one of those things that people are very interested about. Well, that, 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 I think, that I think in itself is, is interesting that people would be interested in something like this, right? Because, yeah. you know, we don't know what's going to happen in, to, to God's creation. Right. right. We may go the way of the dinosaurs. Yeah. But that's God's decision. That's yeah. God's determination. It's his world. He created it. Whatever part we play in it, I will do graciously and I will do with all of my heart in the love that I have for my father. Okay, what he does with it, that's up to him. Yeah. Now, I think what people want to talk about is the end or the, what can we see, the cycles that we expect in life or yeah. we, we see in life, right? Yeah. So we look around at the world and we, say, we see a development in the world and we say, this can't keep going like this, yeah. right? Eventually something has to end. Right. So if you look at, in the New Testament, for example, Revelation, mm-hmm. John the Revelator on the Isle of Patmos, and he has his vision of, of the end of that time, the end mm-hmm. of the Roman world. And, yeah, the Roman world came to an end. Humanity didn't come to an end. No. Uh, people didn't come to an end. No, those cycles come and go. And one of the interesting things is at the same time that John the Revelator is having these revelations mm-hmm. about the churches uh, that, that he was a part of, the Roman world that he participated in, mm-hmm. at the same time, the persecution that was Christians were enduring yeah. was also the door that God used to open the hearts of the Roman citizens mm-hmm. that basically ushered in Christianity into the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. And the reason that me and you sit here today and, and talk about our faith in God mm-hmm. is because of that, yeah. right? So if, if I'm going to consume myself with talking with the end of time, yeah, but to me, that's just a waste of time because I would rather talk about God using the evilness of this world, the pain of this world yeah. to open a door so that the kingdom of God can go forward. Because yeah. what happened was new Christians were persecuted, and we know you know, that they were brought out and fed to the lions and mm-hmm. treated horribly. Very inhumanely. And it was, spec- it was a spectator sport in Rome. People by the thousands turned out to see these mm-hmm. events. And when they saw how the Christians went to their death, they began to ask themselves, Is this right? What, yeah, what is this all about? There must be something to what these people are proclaiming, yeah. Well, right? they're willing to die over And so the people, yeah. what the authorities were meant to use to 
eliminate Christianity, God used to to open the hearts right. of the people, and the people began to say, "Wait a minute, yeah. maybe we shouldn't do this." And the gospel began to spread among the people, yeah. and then it's you know, two hundred years later, yeah. Rome is Christian, yeah. and because Rome became Christian, we became Christian, yeah. right? Because at this time, we're it's all amazing. running around of the forests of yeah. the forests of Europe, you know, killing each other and and yeah. praying to stones and yeah. you know whatever else, and so. Because that happened, yes, Rome came to an end, and John the Revelator, what he saw, yes, it came, it it it, it happened in Rome, right? Mm-hmm. But in us, in in the, the in the the absolute everyday down to earth vision of what happened, God did come down. Jesus did come down. Yeah. The New Jerusalem did come down. Yeah, and people began to turn to God. There's never been a yeah. growth in Christianity as there was in that period of time. Well, that's that's what's fascinating about it is that. I mean, knowing how Jesus spoke to the disciples when he talks about, when they said, well, what's the end time? We find out later he's, he's speaking to Jews, and all they ever understood was signs and wonders. It Beautiful. goes to the point of what Jesus says when he says, you know, you can, you can see the signs of the sky and you can tell me when it's going to rain, yeah. but you can't, can't tell, tell me the signs of the times. Right. And it goes to the heart of the discussion of life in general, we hear a lot about, okay, there's going to come a rapture and we're going to be taken away from this world mm-hmm. and this world is going to, to be destroyed and right. then something else is going to happen and we're going to live mm-hmm. forever and ever in heaven. Right. Well, the, the, whole, the whole emphasis of the message of Jesus Christ was the kingdom of God has come to us. Yeah, it's here now. It's here. Yeah. John ends the revelation yeah. by saying... And there's a new Jerusalem yeah. that will come down to this world. Right. And God and Jesus will live right. among men. Yeah. Okay. And we're seeing so, that through the Holy Spirit. Right. So we're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, humanity is created for this world and this time. Now, when you start talking, so so if you're going to prepare yourself for some disastrous event in the future, then I think you're missing the point. Because That's an interesting. That's the point What about right there? today? Yeah. And what about the relationships that you have today? Yeah. How have you shown love yeah. to someone today? Have you told the ones that you love in your life that you love them today? No, yeah. no, I'm preparing myself <laughs> for, for something that may or may not happen in the yeah. future, yeah. of which I can have no idea, but I'll listen to every yeah. whoever on the internet and on YouTube. <laughs> every book that has come prophesied that it. this yeah. is the end of the world, and now God's going to come down from heaven, and he's going to change all of these things yeah. that have happened. Uh, no, he didn't do it. Yeah. The dates have come and gone. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and one of the reasons, and I'll, I'll just share something very personal, but one mm-hmm. of the reasons that I am so emphatically opposed mm-hmm. to this is that it hit my own family. Mm-hmm. And in my father's generation, after World War II in the 50s in America, a part of our family, part of his cousins and stuff were hit by a prophetic revelation that the end of the world was coming. And that people needed to go to this specific mountain in New Mexico and wait for Jesus to come because he was going to come to that mountain. I don't that know mountain, why yeah. it's always in the middle of nowhere. But anyway, <laughs> let's just don't get go down that road. Go down that road. So a large part of, of my father's family, close knit family, mm-hmm. moved to Mexico, New Mexico, because Jesus was coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, that was in the fifties. Okay, go twenty five years later, the end of the seventies. Yeah. My great-grandmother dies, right? And at her funeral, 
some of those grandchildren of the people that left showed up to that funeral. And I'll never forget it because my father and his generation met these people. They loved these people and they were weeping and they were joyful and they were they hadn't seen each other in 25 years. And and the explanation that those people had was we were too ashamed to come back because he didn't come. We were just stuck on top of a silly mountain. Waiting That's why I think something. it's a waste of time. Yeah. Because 25 years you waste of fellowship, of yeah. family, of of living with each other, encouraging each other, mm-hmm. building each other was absolutely lost. Yeah. Because of something that may or may not happen in the future. Yeah. And that's where I am emphatically opposed to anything that wants to take your eyes away from what are you doing today yeah. to further the kingdom of God in your life, in yeah. your family, in your surroundings. You're so focused on the one aspect of things that everything else gets lost right. in translation. Right. And it's just a sad situation. It's, tr- it's sad. Yeah. And, and they peddle fear. Yeah. That's one of my biggest things about end time talk is that a lot of it is fear mongering, in my opinion. So let me ask you, Tony, what what are you afraid of? Me? Yeah, no, I mean in general. When you (laughs) (laughs) me personally, besides me, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's true. I am afraid my wife and your wife. wife. (laughs) Okay, no, but but fear. What are you afraid of about end times? What what are you here? People people are afraid of what's going to happen. What's going to happen to those who are left behind? So what's going to happen? All hell's going to break loose. This and that's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. It's that fear of the unknown. We're taping this at at the time of Easter. Okay, so what is the Easter message? The Easter message is that through death, resurrection came to us, right? Right. That that in every death, there's a new beginning, right? right? So you can take take a major horrible event, right? Mm -hmm. I don't think you could imagine a more horrible event of what you're talking about to fear something than the Holocaust, for example. That was horrific, right? It was horrific for people that went through it. It was even more horrific for people that survived it. Yeah. Okay? Well, not to mention even just the sheer thought. The point being is man is brutal Mm -hmm. to man. Yeah. Cain killed Abel. Right. His own brother, Mm -hmm. Right. Man is brutal, man is evil, man is cruel to his fellow man. That's the story of sin, that's the story of humanity, right? right. I cannot avoid that, right? So now, what am, what am I supposed to do? The only thing I can do is be a light. Is exactly to let the light of Christ yeah. shine in my life. And yeah. whatever happens at the end of this time, yeah. Whatever not the happens. end of the world because right. that's God's, but that's at God's the thing. end of my generation, yeah. my time, my whatever, if the stock market crashes and everybody gets poor and all of these things happen, my life will still be a light. Yeah. And then my life is in the hands of God. And that's, well, that's all I can but that's do. That's the thing. We want our story to be written. And when, when we pass, you know, is what are they going to remember you as by? Are you going to be one that, oh, he just often talked about the end times and that's all he ever surrounded himself with or he was just this kind of person mm. or are you going to be that person that he was always there for me he or she was always exactly. the light that whenever i needed someone to talk with he or she was there right this is the kind of people we want this is god's plan for our lives i mean going back to what you said preparing for something that may or may not happen in the future but what happens when you walk five 
if you walk out the door. My grandfather, I never knew him in the 70s, walked out of his house, dropped out of a massive heart attack. Right. You may so, get run over by a truck this afternoon. Precisely. So did we remember to tell the people around us we love them this morning? Yeah. And, and you know, the, f- the fact of the matter, we can't even agree inside of those inside of theological circles. Yeah. Is, to, is it pre-tribulation, post-tribulation, middle tribulation? That was another thing I thought about. I mean, looking at we Wikipedia. Can, we can't <laughs> even agree on that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is it Wikipedia? Yeah. I was, you know, I know it's not the source to look at. It was just one of those that, I, you know, sometimes I just look at it just to kind of an idea. And it shows that there is this three things, pre, middle, post. Right. And it's like, and there's absolutely nobody has no an consensus. Idea. There's yeah. no consensus. There's absolutely no agreement. Yeah. It, and, and people use an enormous amount of time yeah. trying to defend their position while at the same time their marriages are falling apart, their children are not yeah. living fruitful and productive lives. No. You know, and they want to sit around and talk about prophecy. Yeah, well, it's a waste of time. I'm yeah. sorry, but it's a total waste of time in my opinion. I, hey, hey you, you're making me fall down that line too. <laughs> but like I said, it's one of those. So that, you're not going to convince me. No, me. I will not try even <laughs> to convince you. That's why, like, I mean, some people. I'm not going to mention the Plus, name. Plus, why? Why would I want to live my life in fear? Exactly. Who exactly. cares? I mean, what are you gonna What are you gonna accomplish living in fear? You're always gonna. So are you afraid? <laughs> are you afraid that you're not going to be ready? I think that's what a lot of people. Say, are. Okay. I mean, that's what my brother. He. Well, let's, when, let's I mean, just, that's just okay. my brother's thought. I did. Okay. I'm not going to be ready, so I need to be ready for something I'm not going to be ready for. <laughs> it's like, where uh, is the logic in what you're talking about here? Okay, so let's let's take quickly. Yeah. Let's let's assume mm-hmm. that it's post tribulation that yeah. we have to go through the tribulation. Right. What's going to get you through the tri- tribulation? Fear. <laughs> Yeah. What would get me through that? Power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. The only thing I'd got to depend on. Yeah. What happens if it's in the middle? What's going to get me through? Fear? Power of the Holy Spirit. Power of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. What would take me out before something bad happens? Fear? <laughs> power of the Holy Spirit. The only, it's only the power of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah. When so God tells me it's my time about? to drop dead on the floor over there, that's it. Well, that's, my, that's the point. We're afraid of death. Yeah. And the, the fact of the matter is we're afraid that's, of, that's the big one. of losing our security nets. We're afraid of living, living in, in where we can't uh, eat, we can't find security, we can't be protected. And so we go out and we buy more and more guns and we buy more and more stocks and we buy more and more things. Yeah. And nature, nature does not care. No, you can't nature take Nature does with you. not care. Yeah. So, you know, freezes where it never has frozen before because nature don't care. No. It doesn't care how how your heat is 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 <laughs> uh, plumbed. It doesn't yeah. care yeah. what goes on. Nature is going to be nature, yeah. and nature, when it w- wants to, it will take over. Yeah, um, it's funny you say that because before my grandmother passed away, she was uh, lying in bed there because she was just withering away, just laying mm-hmm. there most of the days, and she was holding on to life mm-hmm. and not releasing it over to God, knowing she was ready, but to make sure my mother was okay. Mm. And it was like, there's nothing more you can do. No. You did your part. You did your part. Now is just time to let that go. When let your children God are grown-ups, they have to make their own decisions. Exactly. And we can't, we can't save them. Uh, what we can do is make sure that while we have the, uh, the opportunity and the yeah. responsibility and the assignment of raising them, that we raise them to understand who they are in Christ. Yeah. And you can't do that when they're adults. You have no. to do that when they're children. When they're children. Right? So you have to 
you have to instill in them the 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 knowledge of being a disciple of Christ and mm. that discipline. It takes discipline yeah. to be a follower of anything. Yeah. Use that discipline to be a follower of Christ so that you can have a great life. Yeah. And whatever happens in life, rest assured yeah. that God has always been faithful. Yeah. I mean, just read Jeremiah. I mean, he was the crying prophet. But God was still faithful. Yeah. I mean, they threw him in a pit and they beat him and they treated him like, <laughs> I don't know what. But God, but was, God was still faithful. Yeah. And so what am I supposed to do? Am I supposed to say, well, I'm going to do everything that I can avoid so I can avoid something that I don't exactly know what's going to happen? Yeah. Or should I just say, you know what? It's in God's hands. It, what happens, yeah, happens. That part what I should can not control. be important in my mind. It shouldn't occupy no, the, the, the space in there. What I can control. Yeah. Is the here and now. Yeah. That, that's one of the things why, like, for me, first off, I've never, when I've had the opportunity to stand in front of a pulpit and preach, mm-hmm. it was never about end times. Though it would have been interesting to do it, in my opinion, but it was never one of those things that ever came up in my, from, from the Holy Spirit in my heart. You know, it's one of those that I, I think about it sometimes, but it's not occupying the complete space in my mind. No, but it, 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 it I mean, I'm a Pentecostal. Yeah. And so it, it should be absolutely apparent in anything that I ever preach because I believe in the five fundamental mm-hmm. principles that Pentecost believes in mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ is our, he's our savior. Mm-hmm. He's our sanctifier. Mm-hmm. He fills us with the Holy Spirit. That's it. He heals us mm-hmm. and he is our soon coming king. You have to understand that, that what God is trying to get over to us is, for example, the word for salvation in the New Testament, right? Mm-hmm. It's used in past tense, present tense, and future tense. It's never, it's rarely used in the past tense. It's mm-hmm. used as some, some in the past tense, some in the present tense, mostly in the future tense. Mm-hmm. So are you saved? Well, the New Testament talks about being saved mm-hmm. at some point in the future, right? Mm-hmm. So am I saved now? Mm-hmm. Or what's happening here? Right, yeah. you have to understand what God's saying to us. God is in when I believe that Jesus Christ is my soon coming King, I believe it's because He's already come. Mm-hmm. He is here with me now, mm-hmm. and He will come in my future. Mm-hmm. Right, so my future is safe in His hands yeah. because I know He's my soon coming King. Yeah, and He's my soon coming King because I know that when I call on Him, He's coming. To he the will rescue. come. I was right? going to ask you that question so, just so next for about me, what do you mean by that? He yeah. comes to me when I call him. Yeah. He comes to me when I need him, yeah. but he also comes to me in the times in which I live. Mm-hmm. Why? Because he's already come. Yeah. And as John said, he was there at the beginning. And he's right? there. And as the Old Testament talks about the one, mm-hmm. he is the one. Yeah. Behold the man. Mm-hmm. He is the one the that one came that yeah. in the flesh yeah. 2,000 years ago. He is the one that is with me today. Yeah. And that gives me the faith that he will be with me tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And if That's I what drop I dead on the street walking out or don't wake up, he's there. Well, I will drop dead at some yeah. point in time. Yeah. We're all going to die. We're all going to drop dead and die. But the we're, point we're, is that we are going to. So, so why sweat him. it? Why yeah. stress it? Yeah. You know, I uh, think it's that that again going back to that word fear. Where we, I mean, a lot of people just can't grasp reality that I'm not going to live that I shouldn't live my life in something. Well, well, that I, what's the old saying? Don't stress over the could haves. Yeah. Because if it should have, 
it would have, have. <laughs> right? Yeah. And and that's kind of that's kind of my yeah <laughs> simple theological yeah. approach to the question of end time because it's all about speculation. It's all about it's yeah. all about eighty eight reasons why Jesus is coming in nineteen eighty eight. And it's it's based on fear. It's Sorry. based on speculation. It's based yeah. on on things that that we really shouldn't use our time on. No. Um, and I think it I think it deters from what is important. Yeah. And that is who can I be? The now? state of my relationship with Christ. Yeah. Today. Yeah. You know, Sir uh, Soren Kierkegaard, who is a famous philosopher theologian <clears throat> from Denmark, he had a saying. Mm-hmm. He, and uh, he said, "Cheat the devil. Start today, mm-hmm. right? Because one of one of the devil's biggest tools and weapons against us is to say, we'll start tomorrow. Yeah, right. I'm going to go on a diet <laughs> tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> right? Tomorrow <laughs> never comes. <laughs> right? right? So never does because I'm going to tomorrow. I'm going to prepare myself for something that's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah." And he says, no, yeah. cheat the devil, start go today. against the devil, yeah. defeat the devil, start today. Yeah. Because that's the only thing that will defeat him. Yeah. So if you're worried about the end time, yeah. then get your life right today. Yeah, that, that's, exactly, that's the point. That's what I had to point out to my brother. I said, look, you're getting afraid of something that we don't know when is going to happen, but you're not living your life right. Exactly. I mean, don't fear... What's going to happen then? Because all I you're doing is preparing yourself for something that could happen right. to you. And I mean, all because you're doing I don't is fear you're it. fearing your way into salvation. Well, That's yeah. what I was trying to point but, out. But but if you live your, your life right, yeah, and that does not mean you live your life perfectly. Mm-mm. It doesn't mean you live your life without failure. Yeah. We all make mistakes. We all fall, but Short we all get up again. Yeah. But... But if I'm living my life is in, in an all-out pursuit, as Paul says in Philippians 3, mm-hmm. laying what has happened behind me behind me Strive and striving for that that's laying before me, yeah. if that is the emphasis of my life, yeah. then what do I have to worry about? Yeah. God will be faithful to me whatever happens. Yeah. So if it's pre, if it's post, if it's mental, if it's up, if it's down, yeah. if it never happens. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to me. Because he's right there with us. Because the Father knows what he's going to do with his creation. Yeah. He knows what he's going to do with the world yeah. he created. And the only thing I can guarantee you mm-hmm. is the systems that we build up yeah. are going to collapse. Yeah. That's just that that's should inevitable. not That should that's not inevitable. be yeah. a newsflash for anyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but it's I mean, true. really, it's nobody should really be talking about Oh my God! I'm afraid the world's going to come to the end, yeah. to an end. Well, well it did yeah. for the Neanderthals. It did. The world's <laughs> going to come to an end. Just yeah, ask the Romans, yeah. right? Ask the Egyptians. Ask yeah. the Assyrians. Ask the Persians. Yeah. Um, ask anybody you want to. Yeah. It's going to come to an end, yeah. right? So we we know that's going to happen. So why stress it? Yeah. It's going to happen. When's it going to happen? I don't care. Whenever I'm going to be ready. Yeah. And I'm preparing myself. That, that was the one thing that I that I love to say is that you know what. And I, and I quote you on that is, when it happens, it happens. Yeah. My job is just to be prepared ready. today. Right. Be ready for it because it doesn't matter when. And I mean, like my wife and I, we've come to the assumption, well, mostly my wife, she says, well, first off, I don't even know the rapture is going to happen in our lifetime. 
you know, that's just something that yeah, we don't it. know. We have no idea. You can say whatever you want. Days about like it. a thousand years, a thousand years like <laughs> a day. day. You know, time does not that, exist for God. No, He created it here on earth. That's that. So my lifetime is yeah. in the middle of a sneeze. My of clock, God, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, my 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 clock is running, and the countdown is there, right. and I have to be ready for when it hits zero. So, don't live your life in fear. Don't fear your way into salvation. No, but also remember that there is a judgment. Yeah. And and as we were talking about, we mm-hmm. were talking about, we believe that Jesus is our soon coming king, but because he came, he yeah. come, yeah. he is coming again. Yeah. There is a judgment yeah. over your life, right? It's going to come at some time. God is going to judge your yeah. life. Yeah. But the same logic applies in the kingdom of God yeah. because he has judged. He is judging. Mm-hmm. He will judge. Yeah. Right. So the point about this I'm trying to make is the fact that if you're using all of your time worrying about something that's going to happen into the future and you're living your life, excuse the expression, like hell today, the judgment over your life by those around you, Mm -hmm. by those you love, your children, Mm -hmm. your your relatives, your friends, those that really know you, the judgment of your life when you're dead Mm -hmm. is going to be, he was a jerk. Yeah. And that's what you're going to live with forever. Yeah. And that's the judgment of God. Mm-hmm. Listen, when we get into eternity, yeah, I don't care. Judge yeah. me. Yeah. Right? I'm in eternity. Yeah. There's nothing right? more you can do for me. Yeah. But the thought that my great-grandchildren would get a story passed down from generation to and generation. He's a jerk. That he was a jerk. That he abandoned us. Yeah. That he treated us badly. That he didn't love our mother. Yeah. That, that's not the judgment that's going to be over my life. Yeah. The judgment that's going to be over my life through my grandchildren is going to be, he loved our grandmother like crazy. Yeah. He was passionate about it. He loved yeah. us. He was a crotchety old man, <laughs> but we knew he loved us. <laughs> we knew he was there for us. Yeah. That's <laughs> the judgments that's going to be over my life. That's, I always go back to this guy that I worked with in Florida. And I mean, he like grouchy old man. He could be, mm-hmm. you know, he'd tell you exactly what he thought about you. Right. Then and there. But the one thing you always go back to is that he loved you. Yeah. And the and opposite of that. It was. The opposite of that, Tony, is also true. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the things I'd like to, to, to underline for those that are listening to this podcast. Mm-hmm. That is a reality of our spiritualness. That is a reality of our faith, right? Mm-hmm. And it is also a reality of our life. Mm-hmm. And so you absolutely, in the last second, can get your life right. Mm hmm. But what you're going to be remembered by will be your whole life. Your whole life. And don't let that be yeah. disastrous. Yeah. Don't let that be children by multiple wives. Yeah. Or multiple women. Yeah. Or abuses of one type or another or yeah. violence or any of those things. Yeah. Stealing. All of those things that are all listed in that, the Ten Commandments. Uh, yeah. Don't let your life be judged in the future mm-hmm. by those things. Let your life be a light to mm-hmm. the generations that follow. Mm-hmm. Because generations down the road... Listen, in my family, my great-grandfather is still a light in our family because he was the one mm-hmm. that experienced the, Pen- the Pentecostal renewal. Mm-hmm. He was a Methodist preacher, loved God, mm-hmm. experienced the Pentecostal renewal, and we're still talking about him, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> That's an amazing thing. Right. 
Yeah. The other great grandfathers I have, I don't even know what their names are. Yeah. Right? He, I know who yeah. he is. And that's what I want. That's what I strive for. Yeah. Because the decisions that I make today, mm-hmm. right? They will affect the They world. affect the fourth, fifth, yeah. sixth generation, right? Yeah. If my great grandfather didn't decide yeah. to leave the mountains of North Georgia yeah. and move to Florida in the late 1800s, yeah. If he hadn't have made that decision, then I would have never found my my wife and lived in Denmark. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I would still be running around. Well, first of all, I wouldn't exist. Yeah. Second of all, <laughs> which is a whole other thing. Right? Or possibly existing on a mountaintop in North. Right. <laughs> or I'm running around through the through the mountains of North Georgia, and my life would be very very different. Yeah. What I can do is I can be enormously thankful for the decision that he made. Yeah. Those little decisions that we make every day and yeah. reestablish himself. Right. Yeah. And so I am very aware of the decisions I make yeah. in my life so that how my grandchildren will look at that and my great-grandchildren will look at that. Uh, it's, right? it's funny you say that because I think about, you know, I, I'm not close with my dad's side of the family mm-hmm. one bit. Mm-hmm. And so the one out of all of them, they all, I mean, both sides of my family, Catholics, mm-hmm. all of them, born and raised Catholics. Mm-hmm. And so he decided to turn away from a life of, uh, my dad's brother, mm-hmm. uh, from biker gang, drugs, drunk, all that life of hell, as we pointed out earlier. And he turned his life around. I mean, he's as conservative as there's no tomorrow, but he turned his life around and he became Pentecostal. He gave his heart to Christ, is the point. He invited my mother, who was a devout Catholic, mm-hmm. to come. She was discouraged, or my grandmother, his mother, tried to discourage him her, mm-hmm. from coming. She went anyways, mm-hmm. and I'm grateful for that mm-hmm. because I'm I wouldn't I wouldn't be here right talking with you exactly if it would didn't start yeah. from that point. And unfortunately, in the times that we live, yeah, we have groups in our cultures mm-hmm. that look back on injustices that have happened in the past mm-hmm. and want to have some benefit or some conclusion to come out of that. Yeah. And they never stop up to think that, hey, it was horrible because man is cruel to man. Man right. is brutal to man. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah. But I wouldn't be here if that happened, if that yeah. didn't happen. Okay? Yeah. I wouldn't be here if my great-grandfather didn't come to Florida. Yeah. Right? I wouldn't, you know, other people wouldn't be here if they hadn't have gone through that. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, there's a lot of families in America that wouldn't have been in America if it hadn't have been for Hitler. Right. Right. Does that does that make me want to praise and be thankful for him? No, no. not at all. But what I can do is be thankful for the life that I have. Yeah. Right. And thankful and so, for the person that th- is there now. Yeah, and I think that it's really important that you stop up and you say, you know what, that that has happened mm-hmm. has determined my life, and yeah. what I determine will determine my future. future. Yeah. And the future of my grandchildren, those that yeah. come after me, and that is for me the important element of talking about the yeah. end times. The end times, they're day times. Yeah. They're two day times. They're two day times. Right? Yeah. We are Quit in the living. And I mean, part of that is holding on to that hurt. I know we've talked about hurt before. Right. Holding on to that and not allowing your future to right. develop because all it ends up being is just this flat line. Yeah. And there's nothing built on it. Well, as the old saying goes, if you want a wound to heal, then don't touch it. Yeah. <laughs> 
That's a good right? point, yeah. If you keep touching it, it's not going to heal. Yeah, it's just right? going to get infected again. Leave it alone and it'll heal, Yeah, right? And you'll go on yeah. and you can live. So and, when this happens... And so that's what we do, you know. <laughs> I live my life yeah. in the end times yeah, because I want my life to be a light to that that comes after me, Yeah, right? And so future will take care of itself. Yeah. It has so far. It's like he said, don't waste your time thinking about it. Live today. Let God deal with the rest Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. You know, so don't be afraid of tomorrow. Live today. Let God be that Don't be light. afraid tomorrow. Be afraid of today. Be afraid of today. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's get, a very good point. Get your act together today. Yeah, yeah, have somebody that you Turn can trust. Turn around today. Smack you upside the head. And just let yeah. me say in closing, yeah. if you're listening to this podcast and you're in, in confusion or you're in doubt, now's your opportunity. Yeah. Stop. Turn around. Repent yeah. of your sins. Yeah. Ask Christ to come into your life. Yeah. Be afraid of today. Yeah. Get it done today. Yeah. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait. You may tomorrow. not have tomorrow. Yeah. Get it right today. Yeah. Because the point is, if you meet God today, what are you going to say? So, God bless you guys. We love you. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.